Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Let's go to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 14, verses 8 to 10. Let's look at the scripture. One, two, three, go. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet, and he leaped and walked. Are you here? We are here. Let's read again one more time. One, two, three. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Here we are told a story that happened in a place called Lystra as the apostle Paul and apostle Barnabas were preaching the gospel. The Bible says there was a guy in Lystra who had never walked from his mother's womb because this guy had a condition. So in other words, this was a prenatal condition. It wasn't anything that was acquired after he was born. It was a prenatal condition. And he was born with that condition. And the Bible says he sat because he was sitting. He, because he used to sit. He couldn't walk. He couldn't stand. So in other words, whilst others were standing up, this man was always what? Sitting. Because he was important. Important. Important is a very interesting word. Because it simply means someone who does not have strength. Potent is strength, isn't it? Yes, amen. Important means someone without what? Strength. Someone who was weak. Someone who was not able. Someone who was not able. The Greek word is adunatos. Uh huh. I know the root word is where we get the word dunamis or dynamis. So we know that word. But here's the negative of that word. It means without strength in his feet. Without strength in his bank account. Mm. Oh, yes. You are too slow. Amen. Without strength in whatever area of his life. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Be 
because we need to begin to understand the workings of God. That what, when God does something for one, he can always do it for another. Oh, yes. When God does something for one, he can always do the, he can always do the other thing for the other person. Oh, yes. So that's why I have all the boldness to tell you today that this adunatos is not only to do with the legs of the man. It can be the heart. That his heart had no strength. It could not pump blood properly. It could be somebody's mind. That the mind was weak. It could not function properly. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. My God. My God. Mm. And this guy, as Apostle Paul was preaching the gospel, the Bible says he was listening. The same head Paul speak. Now, mind you, probably he's hearing the gospel for the first time. He's hearing the word of God for the first time. But most of us, we've heard the gospel the rest of our lives. Since we were born, most of us. There are very few of you here who can say, mm, I'm hearing the gospel for the first time. We've heard, we've heard, we've heard. But today you're going to hear prophetic revelation. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. This is prophetic what? Revelation. So this guy hears the gospel for the first time. And then as he's listening to the gospel, there was something that happened in him. There was something that happened in him. He asked himself a question. And after answering the question, it changed everything. Oh, yes. The question was simple. The question was simple. That this guy asked himself, do I deserve to receive what that man is talking about? Do I deserve to receive what Apostle Paul is talking about? You see, most of us, our problem... <laughs> Go deeper, Papa. Can I go deeper? The problem is we are in a state of constantly asking God for something. We've never come in a state of constantly knowing that we deserve what God has given us. We are constantly trying to convince God to give us something. And that is not faith. Amen. Mm. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. We are constantly banging the doors of heaven. Boom. Boom. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, give me. Oh, Lord. Me. Oh, Lord. Me. Now, God is saying, in his response. I have already given it to you in Christ. I have already answered your prayer in Christ. Oh yes. I've already made provision for a miracle in Christ. Oh yes. I've already made provision for, for your provision in Christ. Are you hearing me? So this is where there's some dissonance. Some disconnection. And many times Christians will say, I've prayed and I've left things in the hands of God. God's hands are too busy to receive your little petition. 
Where have you read in the Bible that says, you know, you need to be putting things in the hands of God? <laughs> My God. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So faith is not constantly asking God for something. Faith is when you have answered that question. Do I deserve this thing? Oh, yes. If you can find an answer to that, that day you get an answer and say, yes, that day you have got faith. Amen. Are you hearing me? So that's why it is important in your study of your scriptures to find the strong reasons why you deserve what you are asking for. Why God must do what you want. Why the thing that you are praying for must come to pass. When you find the strong reasons from the scripture, that day you have got faith. Oh yes. Faith answers the question, why? Are you hearing me? You want to take her well and good. But do you deserve it? Why should you have it? If you ask a Christian, why should you have it? Amen. Uh, <clears throat> I need a new car. Yes, 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 yes. But why? Uh, <clears throat> my old one, uh, uh, it's odd. Okay. Which verse says that? <laughs> I don't know if they're hearing me. Oh, we hear you, Papa. Faith is a state of knowing that you deserve what is being said. Amen. Because when that happens in your spirit, you know what? Faith is not a product of your mind. Faith is a product of your spirit. Oh, yes. When the spirit picks up why the thing must happen, the spirit produces a force. Someone say force. Force. Because faith is a force. And that force does not come from your body. You can say, mm, I'm believing muscles and believing God. Ha! You can't believe God with your flesh. Amen. You can go pump in the gym and become bucky like Arnold Schwarzenegger. But faith, you're a weakling. Amen. But you can be skinny, no shred of muscles on your body. But that force out of your spirit. Oh, yes. You are bulky in the spirit. Amen. When you, when you want to move a mountain, you can shift a mountain. Oh, yes. By the force out of your spirit. Faith is a force. Faith is a product of your spirit. Oh, yes. That's why when you have gone through a season of prayer and fasting, guess what? Your faith becomes strong. Oh, yes. The, the equation is simple. The equation is simple. 50, 50 kilograms of spirit 
plus 50 kilograms okay, of flesh is equal to what? You end up with 100. Are you hearing me? Now, let's do the other way. 50 kgs of flesh minus 50 kgs of spirit equals what? Zero. Excellent. Now, what we are trying to achieve is we want to tip the balances uh -huh. in favor of the what? Spirit. What do we do? We need to begin to reduce the weight in the flesh. Oh, yes. And increase the weight in the spirit. Oh, yes. Are you getting it? The moment you begin to do that in your equation, the spirit gains ascendancy. And when the speed has gained ascendancy, your speed begins now to be the dominant force. And belief, and belief is not necessarily not agreeing with the facts of the Bible. People agree 100% with the facts of the Bible. But 120% they are walking in unbelief. Are you hearing me? In fact, they will even sing about the good facts of the Bible. They will even preach about them. And yet, they are walking in unbelief. Because unbelief is a state of the flesh dominating the spirit. It's not disagreement to the facts of the Bible. That's why churches are full of unbelieving believers. Oh yes, amen. Amen. Why they are dominated by the flesh. They feed the flesh like there's no tomorrow. You call a fast, they will run faster than lightning. Amen. <laughs> so we need to come to a place where we dethrone the rulership of the flesh. Oh yes. When the lordship of the flesh has been dethroned, then your spirit gains the ascendancy. Oh, yes. When the spirit has gained the ascendancy, it begins now to generate a force. And that force is the one which is called faith. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Someone say faith. Faith. It is a force. That's why when a person comes to a state of faith, the issue is settled. The matter is done. Mm. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? So we need to tip the balance. So fasting is your best friend. Amen. Fasting is the best friend of the Holy Spirit. That's why you, re you read in your Bible. Let me show you something. Oh, How yes. many minutes to go? We are all protesting. <laughs> There's no time in the spirit, Papa. <laughs> my God, my God, my God. You guys, you're so funny. You're already protesting. Oh, yes. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 1 and 2. 
Amen. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward unhungered. Okay? So, the Bible says what? Then was what? Jesus led into. Into the what? He was led into the wilderness. By who? The Spirit. Okay. Very good. Very good. Let's look at the same scripture. Mark 1, 12 and 13. Immediately after being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is not, did not take him into ministry. Mistake that people do. Oh, now I can, do, I can do all these things. I can pray in tongues. I can do this. I must go into ministry. Big mistake. You do not do ministry on being filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Theology upside down. Amen. Mark chapter 1 verse 12 and 13. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Give me verse 1 again. That's what 12, 12. 12. Immediately, the Spirit, what did he do? Driveth. The Greek word there is ekibalo. E-K-B-A-L-L-O. It means to eject. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. It means to cast forth. It means to thrust. Amen. I love the way Mark has given us the idea. The Holy Ghost ejected Jesus into the wilderness. Oh, yes. Now, when the Bible is using that word, it driveth, it's not a polite word. I know Luke says, oh, laid. I know Matthew says, oh, laid. But Mark went, no, 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 wait a minute. It wasn't a leading. It was an ejection. Being sent into the, into the wilderness by force. Oh, yes. Someone said by force. By force. Why? Because the Holy Ghost knew that although this man is filled with me, we can't do ministry until we tip the balances. We should tip the balances. Oh, yes. The flesh must come to the total control of the spirit. Amen. Jesus must no longer be the one walking. Jesus must no longer be the one carrying the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Because when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are the one carrying the Holy Ghost. Where you go, he goes. But let's turn the troubles around. Oh, yes. When you go into a season of prayer and fasting, it's no longer you carrying the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost carries you. Oh, yes. Am I talking to somebody right here? Oh, yes. Say yes. Yes. You see, we have got people controlling the Holy Ghost. 
That's why we can't see the manifestation of the power of God. People are in control. People in, are in charge. The flesh is in control. The flesh is in charge. It tells people what to do, where to go, where not to go, what to say, what not to say, what to eat, what not eat, when to sleep, when not sleep, when to pray, when not to pray. Are you hearing me? If the flesh is in charge, oh, yes. it goes where it is comfortable. Oh, it yes. tells what is comfortable for the flesh. But wait a minute. When you go into a season of prayer and fasting, you change the tables. Somebody say yes yes i receive you see faith is when the spirit is now in charge oh yes is it happening oh yes can i prove it to you should i prove it oh yes oh my god how much time do i have You're not calling me today. I've got my stopwatch on. I'm wiser this year than last year. <laughs> Luke chapter 4. Give me 1 to, one to 15. Someone say faith. Faith. You know, I receive. All we know is, oh, read the scriptures, read the Bible. You're going to have faith, you're going to have faith. There's more to the story than that. People who have gone through the whole journey, like us, we know there's more to the story. Oh, yes. Funny that. So, I know God is going to do it. I just look at them and I laugh. Keep waiting, God is going to do it. Someone said, ah, me, I don't need anyone to lay hands on me. Uh, things will happen. God will do it for me. I just laughed. Just Amen. laughed. Amen. Let God come from his throne. <laughs> and say, here I am. I'm here to bless you. <laughs> Is it God with a capital G or God with a small g? Don't you know that God with a capital G, his GPS didn't work one day? Ask me when. When? The children of Israel were crying in Egypt. God came down to deliver them. His GPS took him to Midian. Amen. <laughs> and he found a man by the name of Moses. Oh, yes. Wrong address. So all these fine ideas. God help us. Oh yes. Okay. My time is moving. Luke chapter 4 verse number 1. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. Returned from Jordan. And was led by the Spirit. Into the what? Wilderness. I want you to notice. Jesus. What? Being full. Someone say full. Full. 
Alright, so Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. He returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the word. Excellent. Let's go to verse number. Okay, give me two first. What did he do there? Being 40 days tempted of the devil. How many days was Jesus tempted of the devil? 40 days. Now, our problem is we quickly go to where they have listed three temptations. Uh-huh. Ten stones into what? Bread. Uh-huh. What else? All these kingdoms. I'll give you just bow. Number three, jump. We got to the three and we think it was about the three. No. The three are classes of temptations. That went on. The Bible says that he was tempted of the devil for how many days? 40 days. So in those 40 days, the devil throwing temptations on Je to Jesus on the, in these three classes. Every temptation every person shall ever face on earth is classified in these three classes. Oh, yes. There are temptations to do with the lust of the flesh. There are temptations to do with the lust of the eyes. There are temptations to do with the pride of life. Oh, yes. 1 John 2, 16. There are three classes of temptations. So for 40 days, the devil used to do all these things. Now, the conclusion at the end of that passage, they just give you the conclusion of these three classes. So as you were fasting, some of you, you went through these temptations. Amen. I'm telling you. Oh, yes. There was a day I can see in the spirit. It was a battle between you and the fridge. <laughs> you go past it. You sit down. You come again. <laughs> I can point at you. Oh, dear, Baba. Some of you, it was a battle between you and the time. <laughs> oh, yes. You see, when you are fasting, the temptation to watch things on the internet is, my God, ripe to pass time. The last of the what? Okay, because of time. Amen. So, we know for 40 days was tempted of the devil. Mm -hmm. And in those days he, ate, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward what? Hungered. Very good. Now verse number 14. He's coming back from the wilderness. He went full of the Holy Ghost. He's now coming back from the wilderness. What did the Bible say? And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. One more time. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Did you see the change there? He went full of the Holy Ghost. But he returned in. In. Oh, yes. He returned in the power of the Spirit. He went into the wilderness carrying the Holy Ghost. But he returned being carried by the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. 
the way you're going to see miracles in your life. I receive. After this prayer and fasting season, I receive. I'm telling you, you've even shocked yourself. I receive. Are you hearing me? Because during fasting, there's an exchange that happens. Oh, yes. The Holy Ghost inside you, that dimension, the inside you dimension of the Holy Ghost, that one is for you to function by. But the external dimension of the Holy Ghost carrying you is now for you to begin to conquer things around you. I receive. Mm, you didn't hear what I said. The inside dimension is just for you as a child of God. Oh, I'm born again. He's in you witnessing that yes, you are really born again. Yes, you are really a child of God. But if you lay hands on anybody to be healed, they will be sick three times after your prayer. Amen. You are, you, you are using the wrong portion of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. That one is for you, for your, you as a child of God. You can pray in tongues, you can love the Father, you can worship the Father. Excellent. But not for ministry. Amen. You do not do ministry on what you depend upon. You do ministry on the excess. Wow. Power, Papa. Power. <laughs> I don't know the hearing me. You minister out of the abundance. Oh, yes. Not on your vital that you depend upon. So being full of the Holy Ghost is for you. That's vital for you. To maintain your faith, maintain your salvation, what, 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 what. But when you shift the gears to prayer and fasting. Oh, yes. Then now you are carried by the Holy Spirit. Amen. You become a vessel of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You become a weapon of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. The one holding you is the Holy Ghost. You are like an axe in the hands of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? He can swing you when he wants to swing you. But you can't. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. You can't swing the Holy Ghost yourself. He is God. He is God with a capital G. He is the boss. He is not there at our whims. Hey, Holy Spirit, hey, do this. Holy Spirit, jump. Holy Spirit, dance. Oh. He is the boss. Amen. He is God. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? But when he's got you in his hand... Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. When the Holy Ghost has got your spirit. Oh my God. When the enemy appears, you shall speak with fire. Oh yes. And you say, it is written. When he hears it is written, he shall scatter. Say yes. Yes. Someone say faith. Faith. You see how people end up being unbelieving believers. Amen. They don't have prophetic revelation. Amen. Of how this stuff works. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. All they have is theology. It doesn't work. Amen. So back to our list, Raman. That guy is listening to Apostle Paul as he preaches. And the Bible says Apostle Paul saw, perceived. The word perceived there is eido. Eido. E-I. 
D-O. Eido in Greek. Now, Eido is a very important word. Eido means awareness. He didn't know at the beginning. But as he steadfastly looked at the guy, he perceived that the guy had faith to be healed. Amen. Apostle Paul became aware. I'm preaching to this whole cloud here. But that one. Oh, yes. Amen. Has got faith to be healed. Oh, yes. Someone said that one. That one. And you know, he became aware that this man had faith to be healed. Why? Because the man went through a series of questions. Why must I be healed? It was answered in the preaching of Apostle Paul. That in the death of Christ, he paid the full price for your healing. In the death of Christ, before he died, he was whipped 40 times. Oh, yes. And in that whipping, there was your healing. Now, this man is looking at himself. Okay, do I qualify to be part of this thing that this man is talking about? He answered, yes, I qualify. Okay, but what else do I need? Does this God love me? It was answered in the preaching of Apostle Paul that yes, God loves everybody. He's no favorite. He doesn't favor only those people and all those people. No, uh -uh. I'm not a Jew. Do I qualify to receive the miracle? It was answered in the preaching of Apostle Paul that Jesus didn't come only for the Jewish nation. Jesus came for everybody as long as you are born on earth. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. And as this man was getting answers to his questions, he came to a place and said, no! Oh, it is my time oh, yes. for my miracle. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Say yes. Yes. Faith is a force. Faith is violent. Oh yes. Faith is violent. Faith is a force. When you come to a place of being convinced that you deserve the miracle today. When you come to a place of being convinced that today is your day. Oh, yes. You do not take no for answer. Oh, yes. You don't allow anybody to stand in your way. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? <laughs> Say yes. Yes. Power. I receive. When you come to that level, you do not allow anything to stop you. When you come to that level, even your prayer changes. Even your prayer changes. It's longer this begging, wish, wish kind of prayers. No. When you come to that dimension, when you know that it is your season, oh, yes. when you know that you know that you know that this is your hour, oh, yes. when you know that you know that you know that you deserve that breakthrough, that you deserve that miracle, oh, yes. your prayer changes. You begin to pray like a warrior. You begin to pray like a mighty fighter. Oh, yes. You begin to pray and stop the prayers. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say, so this is my season. This is my season. Oh, yes. I'm reminded of blind Bartimaeus. People said, shut up and sit down. You do not deserve it. You were born blind. You are not cast. The Bible says, the more people try to shut him down, the more 
he cried. Oh yes. Can you see now? Amen. The more people told him to shut up, the more he cried. Son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, that yes. statement was a statement of revelation. Someone say revelation. Revelation. Because in the son of David, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Oh, yes. Including the blind. Oh, yes. That's why Jesus is walking. He's ignoring. He stops. Say, bring that guy. They brought him. What do you want me to do for you? That I may receive my sight. Jesus says, your faith has made the whole. Receive your sight. It was your faith, your faith, your faith. Oh, yes. What about the woman with the issue of blood? Amen. She answered all the questions. Tick, 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 tick. Her only obstacle, her only obstacle were two things. The crowd, Amen. the protocol. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amen. You, th you think I have got protocol. Jesus had it 12. Amen. Me, I've got only, I don't know how many. But Jesus had 12. Oh, yes. So for you to penetrate that wall. Amen. Zacchaeus knew I can't beat that protocol. Let me climb a tree. There's no protocol from above. Hallelujah. <laughs> but the woman with the issue of blood, she had to push her way through the cloud. Oh, yes. Now she looked at the protocol. They are walking, they are walking, they are walking. Where's the gap? <laughs> Boom! She tied the hem. Amen. You see, there is more to the story than what you hear there. Because in that hymn, in that hymn, there were what we call flactaries. They were like ropes. Others were blue, others were white, others were what? Different colors. Amen. I know which one she went for. She went for the blue one. Oh, yes. Because each one of those had different functions. But that's for another day. So this Apostle Paul sees the guy, that the guy had the faith to be what? The Bible is not saying the Apostle Paul had the faith to heal the man. Amen. Uh -uh. The man had the faith to be healed. Oh yes. Are you hearing me? Our problem is we put the faith of the man or the preacher Ahead of our own faith. Yes, amen. Amen. We forget it's not about my faith. I don't need any faith to heal you. I don't, not even a drop of it. Yes, amen. Because I'm beyond faith. Uh, I amen. got you on that one. <laughs> I live beyond faith. I'm a carrier of the anointing. Oh, yes. 
I'm, 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 oh my God. Oh yes. I am the gateway into the realm of the spirit. Amen. I am a ladder. Connecting the physical realm to the realm of the spirit. That's why I don't need any faith where I am now. Oh yes. I passed that stage long time ago. Amen, amen. I'm a carrier. Oh yes. Of the anointing. Oh yes. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. That's why I can be laughing with you. Hey, wait. Amen. Hey, uh, wait, and do any. I switch on something in me. Start touching you. Ta you want? Oh, oh. What was that? Amen. Ah, uh -uh. my neighbor was sitting comfortably. Look at what the, the neighbor is now doing here. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Just one touch. Oh yes. Are you here, somebody? We are here, Papa. Say, today is my day. Today is my day. I deserve my breakthrough. I deserve my breakthrough. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am an heir of the kingdom. I am an heir of the kingdom. I am a joint heir with the Christ. I am joint heirs with Christ. All things belong to me. All things belong to me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No more limitations in my life. No more limitations in my life. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. The man had... Sit down for a moment. Let me finish my sentence. The man had faith to be healed. Now, the apostle Paul looks at the man, perceives. Ah, that one is ready to walk today. Are you hearing me? Amen. And then apostle Paul says, what did he say? Let's look at, at how he did the miracle. Give me back Acts 10, Acts 14. Mm -hmm. Are you here? We are here, Papa. Let's do it together. One, two, three, go. And said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Aha. That sentence should shock you. Amen. The shocking part in that sentence is there's no prayer. Yes, amen. No, tell me, there was, is there a prayer there? No. We try to bring God... We try to bring prayer into things that have nothing to do with God, nothing to do with the prayer. Amen. It's our religiosity, our oh, religious yes. minds. We hide behind prayer. So that when it doesn't happen, we can blame him. Yes. I asked him. I'm waiting for him. Amen. I receive. <laughs> Apostle Paul perceived the man had faith to be what? Full stop. He does not pray a powerful prayer to God. He doesn't. He just says, hey, you, rise up on your feet. Oh, yes. 
you up, stand upright on thy feet. Oh yes. I told you. Faith is a force. Now let's wake back. What was the problem of the man? He had no strength and do not toss in his feet. What does faith do? Faith is a force. Faith is power. Yes. Can you see now? Faith answered to the problem of lack of strength by providing the strength. Oh, yes. Are we together so far? Because faith is a force. It forced that which was weak to become strong. So the man stood up. Oh, yes. And began to walk. Remember the man had never walked all his life. Some of you, your bank accounts, they are adunatos. Amen. They lack force. Every two weeks, they collapse. Every two weeks, they collapse. But not after today. I receive. Oh, yes, I receive, Papa. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Some of you, your prayer life is a donatos. You rise up, try to pray for two days. After that, collapse. Amen. But not after this prayer and fasting season. Oh, yes. Are you ready? We are ready. Today is a Sunday of miracles. Oh, yes. I've been praying. I've been asking the Lord, talking to the Lord about today. And it's very simple. Very simple. Do you have the faith to receive your miracle? Oh, yes. If the answer is yes, do you deserve? If the answer is yes, do you qualify? If the answer is yes, you need to be asking questions in your mind. Why, if the moment, do you qualify? Yes. Why do I qualify? I'm a child of God. I'm a joint heir with the Christ. This Christ died for me. Whatever he went through on the cross was on my behalf. Therefore, I qualify. I am the seed of Abraham. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. I am the heir according to the promise of God. Therefore, I qualify. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. There's nothing impossible with my God. And this God is my father. I am his child. And this God loves me. Am I talking to somebody here? You need to be answering those questions in your spirit. The moment you continue to answer those questions, Something will begin to rise up in your spirit. That goes enough is enough of all this nonsense in my life. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. Say yes. Yes. You know, there's some nonsense that happen in people's lives. We, we kind of go along with it. We just go along with it. It must face stiff opposition. St I'm saying stiff what? Opposition. Amen. Inside of you. There's no going along with a problem. It must face the stiffest opposition it has ever faced. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Whether it's in your dreams, as you are busy dreaming, somewhere, somewhere in your dreams, there has to be opposition oh, to yes. the workings of the devil. Amen. Are you hearing me? So you sleep sick, you wake up totally healed. Because there's something in your spirit that happened when you were sleeping. You sleep a 
covenant, you wake up a landlord because something happened when you were sleeping. Am I talking to somebody here? Say faith is a force. Faith is a force. Just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.